get yourself some whiskey, let it burn, do whatever you got to do because it's time for a Hellcast. Get your corn, get ready to listen because goddamn, do we have some nerdy shit to talk about. I got some emails that I finally wanted to get to. I've been putting that off for like two weeks. Shit, shit done. Where the fuck you guys at? I will. A little bit. Um, and then, uh, well, what we did get, that is kind of an email, but I thought it was going to be a transcend to a nice topic. Brutal metal. What makes something brutal? How do you know someone's convincing? How do you know they're just full of shit? Especially this day and age, it gets a little thick. Metal parodies. Parody in itself. Does Hellcast follow a trend that's annoying, or are we cool? Or do bands just fuck it up, too, because they do it? Or and what the hell is he talking about? Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm off. Uh, we're well, whatever brutal. we're talking about, period. Coming up, we're talking about all that oh, as well as epic metal songs. I thought, that was, songs. I, I thought that was an all in one you were saying. No, well, it all it is all in one great Hellcast episode. Yeah, yeah I got that. I just, yeah, okay, I got. It. You didn't you didn't like you didn't like uh, bullet point it, like topic one, topic two. So you just it was a rant. And I'm like, I'm lost now. I thought we we're talking about brutal metal and parodies. I'm still in a fucking mall. God damn it! I got I got a lot of plate on my plate right now. I got a lot of my plate too. <laughs> fucking moving. No, I know, but I wasn't expecting. They that say to the be- two most stressful things in uh, life is getting divorced and moving. <laughs> So uh, the second most stressful thing in life. Your kid getting hurt on uh, mall equipment's a pretty stressful yeah, adventure. If the, if the loot comes pouring in, it ain't too bad. It ain't pouring yet. It might the be, tears though. and fucking stitches and a pissed off guy right here came pouring in. That's what happened. Yeah. Fucking corporate America, man. I live by that goddamn mall, and I've been saying every season, you know, this shit sucks. It's just in the fucking well, the mall way. in general sucks, man. Yeah. I just can't even stand going to that fucking place. And then you go to the fucking thing, and it's still fucking... So it's never fucked me. I just hate uh, being there. It fucked me. When I go in there, I'm like, <laughs> when I go in there, I'm like, there's no reason for me to be here. There's absolutely nothing I need to buy in this store. I mean, this building. How about uh, you? Anything to buy uh, in that uh, building? Uh, no, no, not anymore. Not anymore. I, I, yeah. I have no reason to go there. I don't think with the internet. The only reason I found myself going anywhere anymore is because like, yeah, I'm looking for like clothes. And it's just like, I don't trust buying those on the internet. Otherwise, I fucking would. Because I know I'd yeah, get it. Yeah, you don't know life. how they're going to fit. And I hate being one of those guys, because that's one of my biggest pet peeves of today, especially in the metal scene. Like, the shirt's a little snug. Yeah, and the millimeters yeah. are saying, dude, if you're size large, wear a size large. If you're small, you're fucking small. But pants, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, t-shirts are kind of just... Just throw it out the way. Yeah. And if you... I mean, I, I hate it when you get that. I get it, because you get that one. You're like, I don't like how this one fits me, but... Fuck it, just wear it. <laughs> now, you know what the yeah. uh, you know what the fucking uh, the '80s line was, right? No, all they sold was medium through XL, right? I guess. So if, if you bought a shirt and it was too big, it's golden, golden corral and bulk the fuck up. Or what if you don't have a golden corral? Shit, are there golden corrals anymore? Whatever. Go to your local buffet and bulk the fuck up. Bulk the- <laughs> and if you're uh, if it was too tight, you did the over the knees things where you took it and stretched it out. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I do like you not because I had to do it. <laughs> I'm saying that, that's what we did back in the day. Now all this fucking wimpification today and these spoiled little brats. If it don't fit like 100 percent perfect, they're whining and crying. Uh, they definitely do. Do we have any whiners and criers if they don't get the right shirt or if it doesn't fit the way they want? I mean, don't be wrong. If it straight up don't fit, that's a different story. But this, yeah. you know, how much the millimeter from the armpit to the fucking nipple line and how far down the cock does it hang? It's like just throw the goddamn thing on, dude. It doesn't fucking matter. I got. This shirt and it like, it, 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 dude, it covers up the cock area. Uh, I can't have this. The shirt <laughs> hangs lower than the cock. Never been a problem for me, but all right, I'm pretty tall. I guess that's probably why. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. <laughs> 
All right. So first and foremost, I wanted to get some of these fans kind of in there and, and dive into the brutal death metal, or br- the brutal metal thing here. Uh, Dylan Mortician is the best brutal band ever, brah. Uh, maybe we'll see they're about up that. There. They're definitely up there. Well, they're definitely one that comes to mind when I think that. But I want to say hello to everybody that's obviously been here. Uh, Dylan, Tom, Chris, Matt, Ghoulies back, Matt. It's nice to Deborah, Michael. It's nice to see everybody, that's especially kind of some reoccurring ones and new fans as well. We've been kind of growing this page a lot lately, so that's really cool to see that turn into listeners, or at least eight-second listeners, because I don't know. They might be gone. <laughs> so, well, are we still at number 11? No, we're at 15. Oh, fuck. Um, fuck yeah. Yeah. So, oh, that's what I wanted to do. So, we had some fan mail that I, I've been kind of putting off because we've just been rambling about Rob Halford not being the metal god and so on and he so is forth. Not. No, after that list, he has not. And I, I definitely tell, I want go back you to and listen to that. Encourage you, yes. Go to hellcast.net, listen to our previous uh, episode, Metal, uh, Dethroning the Metal God. He is not. Grant, I could have called that before seeing the list, too. Yeah. I would have known. There's like, he ain't rocking <laughs> out no rigor mortis. No, no. He wouldn't like that. No. So, metal parodies. Is definitely been a big thing, and as Christian wrote, I had a question regarding something brought up in an earlier episode. Parodies. You mentioned before that Witch Haven sent you their Wu-Tang parody stuff and that you didn't dig it, along with Exodus doing Fed Exodus. <laughs> what is that on? I don't know yeah. that. There's a shirt, and it was like a truck, and it says Fed Exodus on it. Oh, okay. And I was like, that's fucking stupid. It is stupid. You know who else did this? And I think I told him in person. He's like, ah, oh, the label wanted to do it. Exhumed. The Almighty Exhumed. Did you get that goddamn slaughter called LP? Double LP, goddamn it. The Almighty that's, Exhumed. That's, well, I don't get I don't get the parody. Oh, no, I'm getting to that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what the hell is that? Talking about Exhumed. Just saying. Get that goddamn slaughter called LP. You want to talk about Brutal Metal? That's that's up there with the great. That's not even up there with the greats. That is the greats. Anyways, band Exhumed. Remember seeing that one of the shows maybe four years ago or so? They had a... Uh, a shirt with Garfield on it and said Gorefield. And he was like, you know, with some bloody ass thing. Like, yeah, that's kind of a little cheesy and silly. That would, oh God, that would be embarrassing. It was stupid. Uh, So, well, there you go. That's kind of our opinion as this went. So for instance, Well, maybe someone has a good one though. That's just, I'm just, that was a uh, bad one. So Christians is death or uh, is bloodbath uh, with their parody of death. Gluttony pull uh, slash pull the pork. I don't know what that would have been, but I'm assuming like scream the bloody. Yeah, probably. Um, misery Index. So, I don't know. I got plenty of examples myself. I mean, Fed Exodus is one of them. But honestly, um, I'm kind of uh, mixed in that because Hellcast did it. And I think that's kind of where my opinion kicks in, though. Uh, well, first and foremost, the Hellcast fuck new parody with my middle finger on there and the glove for the overkill uh, thing. That wasn't my idea. Uh, I just had happened to name an episode, Fuck New. And then uh, Chase with Hell's Headbangers was like, that would be a great idea to make a parody shirt. I was like, oh, did he? Oh, I didn't realize this is Fine, idea. fuck new. I like it. And then like people really liked that design. It was cool. Some dude made me a poster of it to hang on the wall over there. And, and yeah, now I know that, it, when I, people I walk I in even, there, yeah. I didn't put two in the guy. I didn't even realize where the fuck that came from. Yeah, that's my hand. No, no, but I'm talking about the poster. I didn't realize. Oh, some dude, just he's like, I love just, Hellcast. Can I make you a poster? Guy? He was random to me. Oh, okay. I guess I never. I guess I just figured you did it on your own or something. I never even thought no, about it. No, no. I, I was. I was. Yeah. I was. So it's just a one-off. 
It was just a one-off. Yeah, oh, it was wow. awesome. He sent, and then you have the mug. Like he made that. Oh yeah, he yeah. Made the, the, yeah, he made like a mug oh, for me. I don't have that one day, but yeah, yeah, the coffee yeah, mug. Yeah, so fans, yes, uh, merch. You want to send me some coffee mugs? You want to send me some some shaker bottles like this? No Wolverine this time. The last time guy was ripping on my Wolverine cup. I'm I like, think that was Charles. Just, Charles, I was just drinking some water, homie. But, yeah, he's uh, not here now. He's like, uh, fuck that Wolverine yeah, this guy. One, this one's playing, so I'm, I think I'm in the clear. But if you want to send me some, uh, um. What the fuck is it? Uh, Hellcast ones. <laughs> well, I want to roll it out to the fans, but I'm going to start asking you. So, yeah, I mean, parodies of metal. So, for me, I think that when bands are kind of sort of doing it, then you're kind of, it's not entirely out the gate bad, but you're kind of teetering now adding a silly element to your music. And for me, that kind of turns me off because I don't really always like it. I I, I actually, I don't really like it silly. Um, I like that to be in your podcasts. I like it to be in your YouTube videos and well, frankly the shit that I do that I'm silly with not so much with my music um, so I think like when you do a podcast or YouTube and so on and so forth um, anything would apply that's just not a band that's a parody that's where I think it makes more sense honestly because you know, because, well, if you do do a podcast, much like Hellcast, we're going to talk about Overkill. So why wouldn't we really kind of, you know, maybe parody of it? Because it's like we're talking about a band we like. We're kind of paying homage to it. And I get that that bands are also going to have that. But you see what I'm saying? It Like, it kind of. I think it depends. I mean, if there are silly bass band lyrics, maybe, for example, like a band like uh, like uh, S.O.D. Yeah. They're kind of they- more. They could maybe get away with it because right. they're funny lyrics. I mean, come on, no one's taking that shit seriously. I don't know. I heard Billy Milano recently apologize thirty years later for doing uh, speak English or die because of these pussies. I don't know if he like apologized just for one set thing, but I, it was uh, it was told to me. That, does anyone know about that? Billy Milano from Speak English or from Sod? Well, just for that uh, apologizing for, for that, that wimpification, I think he should be punched in the fucking face by someone, and they shouldn't apologize. I I kind of agree because it's like, why am I apologizing for this? Because at the end of the day. Day, especially in Billy's case, like if some, because uh, they, what in the song was, you know, nice fucking, or, or no, fuck the Middle East is on there. Yes so let's just assume yeah. speak English or die, he's targeting like, you know, uh, Muslims or whatever, those, those, those countries. Foreign, I guess. Yeah. Like then you, you're kind of just like, well, that's on him if he's going to get punched in the face by some, you know, some Muslim dude or some Middle Eastern guy or any foreigner that doesn't speak English. Well, but like, the whole thing is, why am I getting a, yeah, you know? but the whole thing about that album, anybody with half a fucking brain cell, can like just listen to beginning and end and read the lyrics and be like, okay, this is clearly a fucking joke. Yeah. But what do you think of the parody sense? Does it make it sound like something silly to you then? Or uh, I mean, it does come off as silly, but I think uh, bands that could pull it off is bands that are, like I said, more joke-based, like uh, S.O.D. But like if a band like Dark Funeral would do it, it'd be stupid as fuck because that's supposed to be like a more serious-based band. Yeah, yes. So Gorefield. And I don't think they would do that. So Gorefield didn't work for you very no, well I, with, I, with I, like I Zoom. Didn't, I, didn't purchase, <laughs> I didn't purchase the t-shirt, to say the least. And Matt for, uh, from uh, like Zoom, he he didn't like it either? He just gave me, though, you know, what are you going to do, bro? They pressed it. And, <laughs> you know, so. Tell them to go fuck themselves is what you're going to do. I mean... Clit Eater, I think Clit the band Eater. is, and it was like Clit em All. Yeah, there's... Instead there's, of, uh, there, you know, Kill em All, obviously. Yeah, there's Clit em All, there's Eat Clit or Die... And there's scream bloody clit, scream bloody gore. Okay, so the, so, so yeah, but that kind of came off as what was like a gore grime band. At least that's what it, it's kind of alluding to me. So yeah. I don't know. And that's but it, that stuff 
in itself kind of comes off silly too. So Someone's supposed to it be, always yeah. comes off silly. That that's that's just what I don't like about yeah, Perry. I'm not like that. No, bad. But, I'm like, but you that's, know? if it's supposed to be a silly band, that's fine. yeah, yeah. But I don't think there's really any other way around it. Like yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like, don't try so, to be a serious band and do it because it's not yeah, going to be taken seriously. Exactly. That's what I think. I don't know. Am I am I long? Is the crowd agreeing with? Do you do you find parodies within metal stupid, silly, any of the above? What are your thoughts? Would like to hear it as we roll along because. We have some exciting shit to talk about. Children of Technology. Apocalyptic Compendium. Ten years in chaos, noise, and warfare. And hey, look. That's technically a parody. <laughs> As you can't see. Oh, yeah. But yeah the Motorhead, motorhead yeah. worship. A lot of Motorhead worship going on here. Well, but, clearly they're a Motorhead worship band. So. Yes. But Children of Technology, I have not had the... Uh, pleasure to hear this release yet, You've but I've heard, heard some the band stuff on before. It yeah, it's like a comp, basically. So it's a com- it's just a compilation. Because they, like, they have a bunch of they have a bunch of seven inches and shit. I did not I know actually they had a own bunch. quite a few of them. I think they they have at least half a dozen. Really, that yeah, many yeah. seven you inches? Look it up, yeah. Because I I own five for sure. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like everyone's using this this speed metal a little. It's like raw. It's like stuff. raw punk metal. Right. Have you noticed that though? Like. Before there was that emblem, <laughs> it was speed metal. And, like, I'm thinking, like, Megadeth. Like, early Megadeth or something when it comes to speed metal or something like that. Nothing with punk influence, you know what I mean? Like, that to me is like, well, that's like punk kind of metal, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why the speed metal guys are, were, why that speed metal movement is, like, going toward that punk stuff. I like, think just because, like, I mean, saying is everybody wants to be different, that special snowflake syndrome, even though speed metal's been used a million times, because the whole thrash thing was being used very much so. That's where that's the, I noticed that emblem So I think first. people are just tr- trying to trail away and trying to do something, you know, that people know, but not what everybody else at the time was talking about. That's the only thing I could think of. All right. So Sam wrote, that's where this topic of interest came from. I discovered your podcast a few weeks ago and have been, been making my rounds through them in my free time. Fuck yeah. So first and foremost, you guys do a great job and are a fucking riot to listen to. All oh, right. Cool. Well, that's the, that's the kind of emails we like. <laughs> <laughs> Not the shitty, check out my band, and then it sucks. Get that a lot now too. <laughs> but I've always been getting that. <laughs> that's now no, I was going to want to say that people watch like, oh, you think my band? No, sucks. they do. That's because those are the people that don't listen. Because the people that do listen, usually their band. If I don't like it, it's just like why well, I could see why they would send it though. It's that they, they had a good chance. Not my style, but hey, it's, it's good metal for what it yeah, is. Yeah, when they said remember the one of the Hell's Headbangers this was year this was years ago. They sent us like a promo pack and it was like something like Mushroom Head. You're like, dude, why the fuck would you think we're gonna release this? Oh, dude, well, uh, some intern of. And, you know, fans might remember this a little while back. Uh, This intern from Warner Brothers hit me up and he's like, can we do a giveaway to let everyone know that Disturbed are back? Oh, I remember that. I'm like, sure, bro. Like, send away. And he sent me like eight LPs. And uh, I'm like, fuck. Like, what am I going to do with these? So I took them to the local uh, used CD store to get rid of them. And I made Bridget from Heavy Metal Relics do it. 
And she's like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm, now I'm going to go up there looking like an idiot with Disturbed Records. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to think she's an idiot, huh? Well, so she's like, but I, I didn't make, I don't her, think the average I didn't make her do that. it because of that. I was like, I'm too embarrassed to fucking take these up there. Well, because what will happen disturbed. is, like, See, oh. the reason I'd be embarrassed because you know you're going to get the guy that's, that's running up. Oh, yeah, bro. What are you getting shit. Shit. Holy shit. Oh, down with the sickness I, on vinyl. Yeah, I, I might be picking this up, bro. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, I'll sell it to you for 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> He's not gonna do that. He's gonna give you a buck fifty for it and buy it at two. And that's what they did. I didn't get jack shit. In fact, that was like one of my lowest exchange trips ever. Really? Even for like, like brand the, new vinyls, even for brand new Disturbed records, I think I got. Well, like see, eight I can't bucks. imagine. <laughs> but the thing is, I can't imagine any of that fan base buys vinyl. Disturbed fans? I don't know. I would just love. I want to romanticize the fact that there's someone. There's like this huge vinyl uh, base for Disturbed. And like just the thought, like you know, the fan at the store going like Metallica, Whip Striker, fuck that, Chillin' Technology. Where the where we can find some? Holy shit! Down with, Down the, with sickness the sickness on vinyl, like finally, and oh, it's, oh yes, in in full dynamic range. I'm gonna hear it. Oh wow. <laughs> it's going to be that, like, whoa, fuck yeah, dude, you know? And it's at 45 RPM, you know, like every underground dude, metal that mentality. I remember when that, that, that uh, song first came out. I heard oh, it. The, God. I was in high school. I remember hearing it on the bus, Down With The Sickness. And at that time, I remember the word sick was used by guys... Uh, regurgitation, by the way, uh, guys like Brian Baxter and stuff of that scene, like Deeds yeah. of Flesh stuff, they call it sick. So yes. that was the that was the it was all around that brutal death metal gore grind stuff. Those were the only nowadays people use it all the time too. Like I'm talking about douchebags. Like, that's sick, bro. It's like, dude, you didn't even. That's a new thing. That, that that that's the death metal term. Like you could stop even saying that. You know they were doing. You don't even know what that means. They were doing sick sic, not the brutal death metal, but the the, the, oh, the these, new metal yeah. kids. But I mean, yeah. But when I heard this down with the sickness, that's the first time I heard. It. I'm like, you more like down with the gayness. What's sick about this? Uh, the, this don't sound like mortician. This right. don't sound like regurgitation. So that wow, that's so perfect to this email because yeah, because well, when you were so as Sam was writing it and talking about this brutal metal thing, like when you that when that bullshit came out, it actually kind of like yeah, made me think like. <laughs> It was the first wave of confusion because now you didn't know, and I'll get to why, you couldn't differentiate who was like a legitimate metal band, like an actual band that might be brutal, to then these just misinformed, disturbed fans calling shit brutal because that's what they think is brutal as well. The bands that ruined it, honestly, to my knowledge, from my recollection from back being in high school, was uh, Disturbed and Slipknot because people were calling that shit brutal and sick. Yeah. Those were the first bands that I remember hearing. It hearing. definitely ruined That's the term. Ruined it. Ruined like, the term. I, it's ruined like, the don't word, even yeah. say that word anymore. Like, to this day, I hate hearing that. Sorry, I, Sam. I, the thing is, I do and I, I don't. Like, no, I do and I don't. Because no. I remember when I first heard it, yeah, I remember it was, uh, like, I, I, I literally remember, like, the guys in, like, Deeds of Flesh and shit, buying from their distro and shit. And, like, uh, that was, I think that was the first time, well, maybe the second, because I think Baxter was the first person I had saying that. She's like, oh man, that one's fucking sick. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I didn't know what he's I'm like 13. What happened to Awesome? Cool. Yeah, like, I didn't know. Album. And then it, I, I caught on to it. I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. And then all these fucking JoJo's start using it, and they're not even using it, the term correctly. I'm like, dude, stop even. You don't even know what that means. You don't even yep. know where that came from. I was like, and it's not sick. At least when you put, look at regurgitation with the guy fucking. You know, corpse fucking a dead corpse in the ass. I could see, okay, someone's right, calling that sick. Right. Makes sense to me. Yes, exactly. And then, you know, 
Yeah, nuclear death, as Marcus brought up. That that would be something, you know, old school, but yes, brutal for that. Yes, and, 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 uh, exactly. You know, there's there's so many different... There's so many different tiers of the brutality, but it definitely totally, started yeah. with what you were just saying with more of the when death metal was borderline with the gore grind, all that shit. And it became uh, very confusing, though, because some of those bands, you couldn't tell if they were or weren't a, what style they were because, you know, they're dressed in fucking Cleveland Indian shirts and shit. And you're just like, let's uh, fuck shit up. And you're just like, what are you what are you fucking up? You Your had image? some of that. I think that was it's. You do, but that, and that's just still, it's not as prevalent as you're probably thinking. It was, I'm saying. No, because I mean, like, guys, there's certain guys, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but there's certain guys <laughs> that would be like, yeah, dying fetus or wiggers. You look at them like, you got a bald guy in the band wearing a death t shirt, some long hairs guys wearing fucking whatever, atheist shirts and shit, uh, no baggy drawers. Well, whatever. Uh, where are the wiggers at? Like, I don't, I'm not seeing the wiggers. Well, well we're, we're at, at any rate, though, would Dying Fetus, though, would be citing another brutal band. That is definitely a brutal band. And for, but I will say this, which I, for whatever reason, bands like Dying Fetus, Suffocation, Devourment, when you go to their shows, uh, for whatever reason, there is some wiggers there. Why? Right. I don't know. Well, could, well you know where I'm going with it. But I want to get back to kind of answering what Sam was saying. Oh, what was Sam um, saying? That being said, uh, I'd like to hear your opinions uh, on the topic of, broadly speaking, anger and rage within extreme metal. I've been listening to extreme metal for around 10 years now, and during this time, I've come across countless bands who try to put out an aggressive sound, but in my opinion, fall so short of convincing me that I find it unlistenable. And he gave me some songs to which I don't really even need to play, especially because right now I'm doing it live and I don't have the technology. But anything soon, that we've Soon to happen in one day. But... Where the anger for the artist, it tried when they were trying to incorporate it, it's just absolutely lost. And I know exactly what he was talking about, especially when I saw the picture of it. Um, to then, he cites one that does you at least hit it for him, which I agreed. Um, so as he says, my question was, what is the takeaway for an extreme act to sound convincingly pissed off? Is it passion or sincerity? Vocal delivery? What do you think? And... I first and foremost to think, yeah, what is legitimately angry sounding? What is legitimately brutal? It isn't so much. I think it's a very fine line. And I think a lot of this new metal bullshit from back in the day up to present, just everything that always gets lumped into the shit that you, I don't need to explain to this crowd. We all know and hate <laughs> that we have to weave through or, or just somehow get lumped in or whatever the fact that's, you know, thrown into our metal. It's just like, you can kind of just hear it. There really isn't something that you can entirely pinpoint. And I think that it's really in the same uh, umbrella as when uh, bands of old used to record live all at once. You know, there wasn't overdubs or at least entirely overdubs. Maybe they overdubbed a, a, an instrument or two, like a, just a solo or something. But the band would play live or or just even why people like live energy. You know, so there's just an honest energy to someone that's any sort of emotion. It doesn't have to just be brutality, you know, anger and aggression, but especially when it is, you know, I have a three-year-old, you know, she could tell when I'm pissed off 
or if I'm just going, ah, don't do that. When you're just truly, I'm sounding like a horrible father that just yells at his kid. But you, I think you get what I mean is that like, if you're just like, oh, don't do that. And then they just keep doing that to the point. And then you just get like, don't fucking do that. <laughs> you know, then, you know, you're pit. And then that's, then that turns into tears. And that's like, you know, you know, you can feel that. And it's the same kind of thing, I think, with a band, because a lot of that brutal shit, too. Did you ever notice that? Like, it's all it's got the fake shit. It's got music video syndrome in that the guy do it is like uh, very animated with like just douchebaggery. Honestly, I don't know where it's just. You know, like that's or, more that like uh, no, but I don't, you know what I'm saying. The, well, it's like the very lip. It's like the duck lips, or, and then just the face. Like I don't know. I can just see it. To yeah, like you know, you not even have to hear it to know that guy's well, gonna think he's brutal and it sucks. Here's the thing: is is I see where you're coming from, but <laughs> okay, my at least you to get it. <laughs> no, but my mentality is I don't look at it like that because that's fine. Yeah, I remember when I what I considered brutal and what I would uh, always called brutal in my mind was before I even noticed that shit existed. See, when you just mentioned that shit, bands that come to my mind is like Pantera type stuff. Right, right, right. But when I think of Brutal, I think of bands like Grave, you know, uh, Cannibal, Mortician, Sinister. Exactly. Like that. So yeah. what would you then say is what would you say that then you kind of sort of agree that it's kind of like that live element that whatever's brutal and angry about these guys like it's just there no, because that's me, what they I are. always classified as brutal for me uh, it was nothing about it's just it was the for me brutal was I classified a lot of uh, music differently for example like let me give you an example like uh, there's aggressive and there's brutal I don't consider the two the same I just don't. I just never thought of it like that. Okay. Uh, there's fast and aggressive, and then not that one's better than the other. It's just it is what it is. I considered, yeah, things that are like down to really down tune, blasting drums, a uh, low pitched vocals. That to me was always more brutal. Fast, you know, aggressive is kind of like more like like pleasure to kill, creator pleasure to kill. Yeah, uh, blood feast is aggressive. Uh, the other band, like I said, they they, they, mar they have some brutality to them. But ironically enough, you brought them up to me recently. Who's a great band is a uh, Verminous. Their first album, yeah. that to me is very aggressive. Very aggressive, not brutal though. It since it's death metal, it does have elements of brutality, but it's more aggressive. Prime example too, like Cannibal Corpse. I've always described like this. I think all their stuff is brutal, but the way I break it down between the Chris Barnes era and the, the uh, Corpse Grinder era. I yeah. always considered the Chris Barnes era more brutal, but the Corpse Grinder era more aggressive because he was faster. His, vo uh, his, yeah, his vocal patterns were more faster. You see more in your face as yeah. opposed to Barnes was just low, more down-tuned and low. Does that make any sense? Yes. That's how I always pictured it. I'm trying to like think of like because I think of really the simple answer to it, and I want to kind of even open it up. To, you know, hey, hey, Gabe, hey, Ed, uh, Marcus, everyone, Matt, uh, you know, commenting and stuff, Devin, you know, what do you what do you think defines really any characteristic, but particular in this case, brutality, uh, whether it be anger or whatever. Really, you would even lump into what makes something definably you know defined as brutality, but. Uh, like, I, I really do kind of just think it's simply that because I would cite, I would definitely agree with you that if I'm talking about brutality, I'm not talking about, I'm definitely not talking about heavy metal. Mm -hmm. It limits certain genres. However, and it's definitely, um, and it definitely, you know, puts a niche to a particular genre too when you hear brutal. However, a lot of things could still fall in that and be rightfully labeled. And I would label, say, um, 
creator pleasure to kill as like a brutal thrash record or maybe yeah like blood feast kill for pleasure and that would probably more lyrically based in what they're going and what the sound is you know i think the sound is key in that though too i think because aggression is usually always going to be about speed or just maybe vocally more about like how how well he belts it out to whatever degree yeah, they belt for it for sure for sure i definitely think that's a big part of it so where brutality can really be sound and kind of like you're, so you're, you're citing grave and something like that. Well, then that would be kind of sort of the sound because it's really heavy or much of brutality. I think anyone would agree. It is usually like death metal bands or maybe even black metal. So it's gotta be kind of sort of the sound. What's death metal heavier, you know, mm-hmm. gargly vocals most of the time. So, I don't know. I, I really kind of think that's where the brutality is, and unfortunately, with a wave of absolute shit from the from the late '90s, early 2000s, to like try to claim that brutality, as uh, Sam was saying in that email, it kind of just throws it off then because. You know, you don't know. You, you can't just, you, you know, you can't just say thrash and expect to see actual thrash bands. Like, no one's really kind of polluted that to a new metal sense where brutality, they sure as hell have, when it's just like, there's a far cry between Mortician well, and fucking yeah, whatever that, I mean, new I metal band. I think the band. thrash has been polluted, too. I mean, look at, like, Metallica trying to reclaim their uh, status and all these, you know, young bucks are like, yeah, this is like, if you mentioned thrash, like, oh, yeah, like, thrash. That's what they're talking about. I'm like, that's uh, not what I'm talking about, dude. Uh, Marcus said, brutality in the music means for me bands like Demolition Hammer, Brutality, their first three records, or Carcass. Um, and I don't think there's a right or wrong to that. I, I, I And Demolition Hammer, that's more first, thrashing. Death thrash. Yeah, the first two records are great. But I think he's kind of sort of agreeing with that. Cre- at least my example is creator, but it's kind of agreeing with that. Brutality as well, you know. That you know what I mean? Like it's just not limited. I, you do you definitely agree though that it's not just limited to basically like the regurgitations. Your those kind of gore grind band, not not gore grind, but you know no, yeah, more yeah. gory yeah, bands. It's not, it's not just limited to that. No, but it definitely was like claimed for that, and I think it's mostly reserved I'd now. Claimed that. that in my mind, that's mostly what I refer to it as. But it definitely ain't fucking. The thing is, is like I said, people that ruined it is people talking about Slipknot and Disturbed and saying that, but. Having say that, it goes two ways. Like I wouldn't like I like Judas Priest. I like Merciful Fate. I want to be like they're fucking brutal. They're not. <laughs> Overkill's fucking brutal. I never thought of them as brutal. Just because I'm saying that it's not brutal doesn't mean it's not the reason I like it. I'm just saying you're you're using a term that don't fit that. And I like stuff. I like a lot of stuff that the term don't fit that either. So I'm not saying that the people that like those bands that they're not allowed not not allowed to like them just because it's not brutal. I'm just like just just quit fucking uh quit desecrating the fucking term. Yes. Well, that is the moral of the story is the the term is very well desecrated. And, you know, it's I think at the end of the day, you know, there really is going to be so many different ways you can put it. I think by the response you gave me, definitely by the response here in the comments, I I think everyone's kind of agreeing with what I I've really kind of even saw it as as well as Sam, who probably even himself who asked or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he's looking to see if he's just. Not alone in his thoughts, but I, I really just kind of think, like a lot of things, especially now because they're really because of new metal. I really think new metal ruined a lot of things. Oh, what a dark time well, who, for music. Who, who doesn't who doesn't know that? Uh, I don't them. Well, uh, man, those they, yeah, they, but I think there really has become. 
And then like death core, like a lot of this other stuff. I really think what it's done for heavy music and especially different generations has created different entry points for them people to find the good stuff that they'll de- then go on and become true fans of. Because like I've said numerous times, you know, just because you at this point, you know, as we use, are still in our minds, the, the younger generation and are not, um, there is a younger generation than you or I. And that generation would have come from like some of that new metal shit. And it doesn't mean that now that they were, you know, started as a, a, a god awful new metal band uh, fan and then found the light of good music doesn't mean that they aren't fans of it. That just means that, you know, got a different start. Well, it's just because you know, as long as you left that's, it behind. That's the most accessible shit. I mean, you got exactly. to Yeah. So I think when it comes to something like that, you might be someone in that point not understanding that, you know, as you're starting to figure out like, wait, this regurgitated band, this, they say brutal and sick in here and Fuck, man, it's way... I mean, this got some corpse fucking, like, I don't know what's going on. It's it's pretty violent, though, it's as opposed to... like that Disturbed I was yeah, listening to. Yeah, exactly. Who's like, he, they, I mean, they got a song down with the sickness. I don't think they're down with that regurgitated sickness. That bald no. fuck might puke his brains out if he saw <laughs> that, you know? He'd be, re- he would be taking those lyrics back. And it's just shit like that. Yeah. It's like, dude, you just don't get it. Just stop using our terms. Stop using that. Hell, I'm not even, like, a fan of stuff that would be mostly, uh, like, that's kind of more consider that brutal stuff. Like, I'm not really into the regurgitated all that much. A regurgitation. You're not probably not into it. A regurgitated. There's, there's regurgitated yeah. from Sweden, too, which is also a good band. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate uh, it for what it is, and I'll respect it and, and put it know, in I mean, there right like a little bit. But you I just, yeah. You like Hemorrhage. I consider them to be a sick band. Okay, yeah. Hemorrhage and is it great. is. And it's kind of like what, uh, Kind of like what Matt said. He, he said, I've always considered brutal music to use instruments more abrasive and the vocals to sound more off the wall and non-rhythmic. Unlike the more cathartic styles where you can hear in doom and black metal bands. Yes. Yeah, but, but, but kind of similar to what I said. But to kind of leave Sam's question on what else he kind of asked was like, as far as the brutality being anger and rage, like how do you hear legit anger and rage like that I do think you either got it and get it or you don't you know Um, and I think you know that goes for any kind of band it doesn't matter if you're King Diamond it doesn't matter if you're whoever the vocalist from regurgitation is Um, two guys you know you're or, or, or Will from Mortician like especially vocally it's gonna it's gonna come off however it's gonna be and the, unless you get it, it's going to be very personal. You know, like, I mean, I think you could definitely tell if someone's maybe angry with something, but I don't think it's going to hit you with whatever reaction you would have for someone that's, you know, I'm saying portraying anger, but obviously not angry at you. So it's like you're not like going to be reacting to someone's in a room that with came off to me as angry in a way. Like I've always said it. The only the first two that come to the top of my head is Deicide and uh, Centurion. Who sounds a lot like Deicide. Yeah? Yeah. Well, is that, like, am I missing a, uh, like, I guess I don't, like, with Sam asking about the anger, like, I, I guess, like, it was something I never really even looked for. Care, like, if it, it's not uh, looked for it just, or not, what I, like I said, I bring up, like, the Deicide and Centurion, because just whenever I've listened to those albums, especially, uh, like, albums like Serpents of Light, Once Upon the Cross, that stuff, is uh, Corazonic Chaos Gods with Centurion, Up Here is Fire, is that, you, I, for whatever reason, especially the vocal delivery, I just, always got that impression that they really were legitimately hated Christianity Christians. Like, they weren't just <laughs> singing about like, they legitimately hated them and were upset about them. 
Yeah. That's how I took it. I always I always took it like that. I was like, as opposed to fucking, for example, like a band like Hypocrisy or Carnage or Entombed or somebody else singing about the stuff. It's like, it just seems like brutal and like, you know, good, like good death metal. You know what I mean? I don't, I didn't see the, you know, I didn't hear the anger, the hate, you know? Yeah. Well, and I'm not saying one's better or other because of that. I'm just saying that's how it was delivered to me. The fact that the new metal bands, they're going to be the ones that are going to do in take after take after take after take when they're recording this stuff. Then even if they were angry and legit, like by the time he's done it for the 20th time, they don't even really have it in them. So it's going to be like this kind of more just pr- product at that point. So it's like they didn't even have a chance to come off as angrier this because it just came off as produced garbage which is an awful style of music anyway that I don't even give a fuck you know where someone like you know, Centurion or, or, or DSI like kind of what you, you you cited if they're truly angry well that your vocals are just going to have that you're going to be able to knock it out you know mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to be a kind of one take and done kind of guy or you know like I don't know I like well, I was just about to say myself, like, you know, I do vocals and stuff. I, it, it takes a lot out of me, but I, I think still at the end of the day, like you could still get a take that's like, it's, it's like your voice. Like, you know, you could, I could do a podcast you all day. It's going to get raspy, yeah. but it's like, you're still, I'm still going to convey the messages as I always would. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're, it's not going to get out of me. So if I think if it's a fabricated product that it's going to get out of their system because they're not truly that anger they're not that anger they're, they're not the brutality that you know you're, you they don't have it it just Another all comes back to you that. want to know what I'm about as far as the hate is if you want to look at like a black metal example uh look up the band uh black dawn they did one album in 99 or 2000 it's called blood for satan great fucking record that seems to me like very hateful angry black metal that's how i describe it that's how i always took it very one of my favorite, of my favorite black metal albums out, out ever actually well, you got a lot of pent up rage toward the the JC crowd. Not a fan of the JC. You might be a fan of something that I guess could be brutal, but is out now. Hell's Headbangers CD only so far. Whip Striker. Not brutal, but a good, good metal album. Merciless Artillery. I've not listened to it yet. I've heard Whip Striker before, though. Uh, you were saying that this kind of reminded you also vocally of King Folly of Deceased? Yeah, you pointed out the one stuff. Actually, whenever I was listening to Whip Striker, I always just thought Chronos, Venom. I was like, yeah, this is good stuff. You know, nothing original, but really good stuff. It's really catchy, really... Uh, God, but then when I was listening to this, you mentioned you heard uh, one of their discs, and you didn't remember which one. You're like, God, oh, the vocals remind me of Deceased. Then when I put on this one, it just came in. I'm like, does kind of rhyme me to see. So I got to go back and listen to the others, what I think. But I, I was always just thinking Venom and Kronos. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this is basically like, you know, Venom worship. But this one, I'm like, yeah, I mean, the uh, vocals do kind of remind me of King Folly. And uh, maybe that's what you just said. Or maybe maybe a couple of the albums do sound a little different than vocals. But everything by Whip Striker that I've heard, uh, which I've definitely heard most of it. They got a few seven inches, a few full lengths now. They did a... Uh, they had a double LP and a CD uh, come out of collaborating all their seven inches, and uh, everything I've ever listened to is all really good stuff. Uh, more about Whip Striker too is a Brazilian band. Dick is from a band called Atomic Roar. Atomic oh, Roar. I think he's in a couple bands. That guy, yeah, yeah, yeah well, I think he Atomic is. Atomic Roar for sure. Whip Striker, obviously. The artwork done by Rock from uh, Sadistic Execution in Australia. Oh, is that him? That's him. Oh, I didn't realize. And oh, I guess not, it does look, look like his it again. And you're like, because oh, yeah, like when you look at him, like, man, it looks so memorable. I. I 
Yeah, reminds you of something. There was like a Voivod feel. Now looking back at the sadistic execution covers too. Yeah. Do you see a Voivod-esque style? Now, I mean, I never thought of it, but kind of now. Right. I never thought about that. Yeah. Think about it more. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Whip Striker, Merciless Artillery. Available now on CD at Hell's Headbangers. LPs and all that are just on pre-orders right now. You can pre-order. I wanted to then roll out into James' question from a while back. And, well, it's kind of, well, no, it's just a question. Um, the new Bellwitch album is very beautiful and, press- and, and impressive release, but I cannot justify owning one song that encompasses two full records. I feel like CD is more f- uh, fitting, or hopefully a cassette edition well, is out so- soon. One song takes up two double LPs? Yeah, yeah. So what's another album that is inconvenient on vinyl? Oh, I thought he was going to talk about long songs. Inconvenient on vinyl. Well, there's a lot inconvenient on vinyl, but I was going to stick with what I wanted. I was thinking we were going to talk about. It was long songs. And, dude, like, well, first and foremost, Venom at War with Satan comes to mind. Yeah, but that's a great song. I always like that See, song. See, that's why I wanted to bring it up, because I don't even really, I, I, it just loses it for me. Like, Not anything me. great I about it. Like, I even like the talking in between this, the song, that yeah. whole little, yeah, oh, yeah, dude, I think it's the best song on the album. And Rip Ride's great, too. See that was me. Like the what is Rip, Rip Ride's the second song on right? I'm, I, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So like that's where like the record kind of starts because I'm just like I don't no, know if I, I like it, sitting dude. through this. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I granted, like, like don't be wrong. Like Merciful Fate, Satan's Fall is a really long song. I do like Satan's Fall, but by no means do I think it's one of their best. And as a matter of fact, you listen to like a lot of the um, Merciful Fate has a lot like a lot of bootleg vinyls and shit like that. Yeah, which I collect, and uh, almost virtually every show. They play that song live, and it's like ah, I don't think I would have kept it in as a definite set lister. Like coming to the Sabbath to me, that's an automatic. It's got to be on the set, right? Evil, it's got to be on the set, right? Yeah. Come, uh, um, uh, Satan's Fall wasn't for me. Now I know some people are like you're out of your fucking mind. It's the greatest song ever. I could see it, but for me, it's not one of my my favorites. I do like it, but because it's long, who knows why? I don't know why. Maybe, maybe not because of that. Maybe maybe because yeah, it's broken up. But like I said, um, yeah. At war, at war, we're saying it's even longer than that, but I do like it, which is ironic because generally speaking, yeah, that would uh, lose me. But there's there's exceptions to the rules. Like who we were talking about somebody recently, um, and like I didn't realize the songs were so long, but like I still like it. Who the fuck was it? You and I were talking about them. Well, I don't know, but uh, another band that with a really long song that I own the vinyl, so I guess it's kind of more so what James was asking. James was asking, which what, you know, what's inconvenient on vinyl is Sabat from Japan with the, with the dwelling. <laughs> like I think that song's, I think it's forty five minutes and it's just one song and I'm just really, like, yeah. So like, my well, whole Sabat point, man, man. Me for Sabat, my cutoff is after the fourth album. I only like the first four length. First, see, full, I, I like their length. stuff. Like I'll check it all out and. I like the song, but it's just like, kind of like he's, it's inconvenient. You're just like, I don't care. Like, I don't want to sit here and listen to the same song for 45 minutes. Yeah, but it's Especially basically. if you it's, don't like it, because yeah, then you just got chipped. But isn't it basically like 10 songs, but it's just in one? Like, it's got to have totally different parts and breaks. And and that's the other, if that, that that's a fucking great point. Then what is the point at the, that point? Yeah, If yeah. you got yeah. breaks and, but, but no, it's not. It's just, it's. 
one song, 45 minutes. No, dwelling. I get that, but it's not like it's just the same riff, like 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 fucking uh, Angel Kind of is, though. It kind of is. Like, you know. Well, here's the thing, because man, James didn't word it correctly. Inconvenient, it was, because I only have Sabat, The Dwelling, on vinyl, and it's a double LP. No, I know. Iron Pegasus, right? Yeah, and like mm. you got to flip the fucking thing over. It's 60 minutes long. Holy I just metal archived it. Holy hell. So, dude, it's 60 minutes. So, yeah, like each so each side as it's approached it's been a while since I listened to it so hold on it I don't remember but I know it definitely did it a few times in that either when a side is ending definitely the song starts and definitely various sides start if not start and end with the same riff that we heard the song start out with kind of sort of saying yes here's a different Part to the 60 minute song which then here's me going why don't we just write individual songs around that then because it's kind of losing its effect it's a 60 minute fucking song and if it's going to be a 60 minute song god damn did you set yourself up with some pretty high standards there because it better be pretty fucking good and it didn't suck but it wasn't 60 minutes I want to listen to I think part good. of that with bands that why they do that is in a case like Sabat Homage to Venom Oh, I, w- I don't know about that's homage. And Venom never did sixty minutes, and that's they didn't do sixty stuff. minutes. But my the guess idea, is, no, my you know guess is, if you really do the math, look how long Sabat's been around. Long time. At that point, probably just trying to do something different. That's something. I yeah, maybe. Of, you know, or is there love or hate for long songs here in this cricket of a crowd? <laughs> They're Let's probably thinking this is a long episode. Well, it's not. It's not oh, even. No. We, <laughs> we got straighter, straighter to the point. Um. Now, you're a late bloomer. Uh, well, hold on. So I think one of the bands we were talking about with the longer songs. Well, no, well another example that came to mind, at least. Abysmal Grief. Mm-hmm. Great albums. Mm-hmm. And then they do have an album where it is just one. I think it's just one song. Definitely a really long song. Yeah, on there, I don't. Which breaks their mold. And now it's more of like a soundtrack, just like creepy sound effects, mm-hmm. to which I wasn't feeling it. Now, I might actually kind of like it now because I got a little bit more into like soundtracks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but needless to say, it breaks the mold of what the band's about. So if you're not into soundtracks or just not long songs or whatever the fuck, it, you know what I mean? You're kind of setting like yourself up to a song that doesn't matter. Like, I don't think you're even your biggest fan wants to sit through that long of a song, even 20 minutes of the same song. I, I really don't. No, I think for the most part, people don't No. And I think it's also slightly forced. Like, At War with Satan, to me, feels like pieces as well. That's why he talks Yeah, it is. And I think that's... But the thing is, again, I think it was probably... You do the math. Venom wasn't around long at all when that album came out. Four years. Um, so, but the, even they're just like, oh, let's do something different. But it, like yeah. I said, it makes a little bit more sense with Sabat as an artistic point of view. Let's do something yeah. we've never done. Because honestly, when you're on your fucking 10th, 11th, 12th album, whatever, if you think about bands been around a long time... You would think theoretically you're just kind of like man I just I'm just sick of doing the same thing I, I'm an, I consider myself an artist yeah yeah want to do something different which whatever uh, but having said that you got to always keep your fans in it, uh, mind it's like that doesn't mean the fans are gonna like it you, you may want to do something different but you don't want to disappoint them too because at the end of the day if you don't have them you got nothing well I'm gonna throw a technicality at you you said you like the the fourth album by uh, Sabat from Japan is the last one. Believe that you, that's fetishism, right? Fetishism. So that's the last point that JJ's uh, in tune. Well, I've heard others, but I'm right, just saying. right. But that you don't care. Like you're not you're not a big fan of any albums after fetishism. 
Uh, what's this? What's the fifth full length? Is that Satanus sword? No, the fifth full length is the dwelling. Oh well, that's why I don't know it. Exactly. So that, cause yeah, the dwelling came out in 1996. It didn't come out into vinyl or you or I kind of getting you know a later uh, Sabat fans kind of being thrown off to the fact. Yeah, I got into Sabat around uh, 2004. Yeah, 2004 is probably when I got into Sabat, and the first record I heard by them was Venom, which is their second album and my favorite to this day. Another inconvenient <laughs> release, and I'm not even a fan of the band, and this is probably why, was Sleep, Dope Smoker. Not my Or thing. just any but sleep it, but That's basically like a stoner metal, isn't it? Still, I mean, never I my, guess... Never my cup of tea. But man, it is just a fucking over-my-head jam out, and I guess unless you're feeling something a mood or an ambience or just stoned or whatever. I I don't know how you can. I, I always just picture people that like that stuff. It's just people that are basically high on ecstasy and just like they, that's what they like listening to that kind of stuff. That's well, it's dope smoker. Up. So I'm figuring pot, but well, that's their thing. But I'm saying like, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Uh, pot don't seem like it'd be strong enough for that stuff type. Of stuff. <laughs> I would still be feeling bored. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So that was a, that was an overwhelming listen there. It's just mm-hmm. like, this is an inconvenient vibe. I like that inconvenient records <laughs> that it, it is it, it's in I, I and then to the flip side I kind of feel in a way that there's inconvenient records with um, just that whole like package deal of remastering at different speeds like so like oh God that that for I don't even want to bring them up but fucking Another big band, as big as a band, I don't want to fucking bring up. That's the biggest metal band in the world. Metallica. Figure, yeah, exactly. Those were nice, Doing 40, I know, but it was just like, come on, man. You know man. what? Oh, those ILPs, when they did them, I actually picked those up myself because they were on those those really thick, stout, and gateful covers. They're nice. I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to own these albums on LP, because at the end of the day, I do like the early Metallica albums, uh, I'm like, these are fucking nice looking. But a double LP, 45 RPM. Like, to their defense, though, like like I said, if you're going to do uh, kind of dorky shit like that, that's for basically the fucking... The sound. The, no, no, but the legends. Okay. Well, like the legends. Okay. Like, you don't just do that for the new goddamn... Like, Sabat's like, we're putting on a new album. You yeah, don't yeah. Do, you so don't, don't do put silly. the dwelling on fucking our 45 RPM. Like, don't, don't put it on vinyl. I didn't tell them to do it. You put the... Because, yeah, that, that's kind of... It, it is... Because, yeah, the, there you go. That's kind of one of the, the angles. Like... You got to get up and flip the damn song. So it's like the now, song by nature is supposed to be ended. 60 minutes. The fact that it's on a record, it ends then. Mm-hmm. It ends four times. <laughs> yeah, four times. Yeah. So it's inconvenient. Good word. And it's fucking stupid. It should be CD only release. Right. And, uh, and the, well, they should have CD only release. And not only that, that would have been something more different. Original. Like it's our only album that we don't do a vinyl for because of that. You get a CD. It's a one track. Beginning to end, that could, that could have been kind of a cool like uh, spin off, something different than you know. Not, I I, I want to want to say nobody's done. I'm sure somebody probably has somewhere along the line, but nobody I know of has done that. Uh, Dennis said that Dope Smoker was a goof album for the record companies, like just like a like a uh, trying to be funny. I guess I don't know. I just it seems like everyone about, their brother loved that anything, shit. I don't know anything about them. I just know it sells very well here at Hell's Head. Yeah. and it's just not my thing. No, no. I mean that, and that LP is, is again another vinyl thing that I thought was inconvenient, uh, and just because the material I didn't like. But it was beautiful, and it was kind of just like, man, they could have taken some of that beauty and gave you a blanket and a pillow because you're gonna need it for this. I mean, that's like 
Dude, you could have the worst case of insomnia. Put that dope smoker on. That'll cure you. But some people like Ooh. that shit because honestly, a lot of the yeah. stuff that a lot of the stuff that I like, the real fast stuff or the fast black metal, like take like Dark Funeral or Marduk or Enthroned. People like I know people have listened to that, that that like black metal. Like that's the boring black metal. I'm like, wait, that's the good black metal. What are you talking about? They just like, of yeah, course. but it's just it's constant just dig, 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 dig. I'm like, I guess. No, but, I, and I'm one of them. I, yeah, I you they, know, I don't like it. they think it's boring. I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that slow shit is like to me, that's boring. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, well, that's where it can get the, you know, on paper, that's usually the most agreeably boring part of th- stuff. But and they have like breakdowns and shit like that, but. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, at the end of the day, yeah, it's just going to be, I'm not, I'm not even ripping on sleep and all that. I, it's just not for me. I mean, it's, it, they lived up to their name uh, when, it, when it came to my ears. I but. was sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets sleepy when listen to sleep. Yeah, uh, that is the new Cemetery Lust album that you received. Where the fuck's my copy? No, there's three of them. You can have one. Oh. He sent three discs. They're on my. They're on my. I just. They're in my office in a stack. I haven't got to listen. I got shit. I got envelopes I haven't opened. I got all. Dude, I'm fucking packed to the gills with shit to do. Wasn't I the guy that gave you the the first promo that you heard? That is the reason why Cemetery Lust even got signed. It was of the first album, which is my favorite material to this day. I'm claiming and- this. How did we get that disc? I think he mailed it here, and uh, I know I was the first one to listen to it and really liked it, and then the way it went down is I liked it so much, I uh, I remember Eric and Chase came down here. to We, we were putting up the little metal racks that are now there. Yeah, yeah. The overhead shit. I played in the shop, and even Eric's like, this is great, and I got the the, the typical, you don't know how to read them, Chase answer. <laughs> so, so we put it out. And then you know you know where that goes, and then then basically Dylan walks up to us and MDF, hey, hey, what the fuck? Well, he didn't say that, but he was probably thinking it. And anyways, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I asked this dickhead over here. He's like, yeah, he said he was going to contact you. <laughs> oh, hey, man. You know. <laughs> Dylan's probably like, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> he might be tuning in like, fuck, I didn't know that. I thought everyone was really excited. <laughs> no, they are. I don't know. It was years ago. But yeah, I was just something along those lines. But I remember when I first heard it. Yeah, I liked, I, I, he did send a disc. It was a CDR version of the uh, Screams of the Violated. And um, I don't remember if you came, if it came and you listened to it first in hand to me. But I remember out of me, Erica Chase, I know I listened to it the first in the shop. Uh but yeah, I don't remember how that ended. Yeah, I don't remember. Hmm. Yeah, I really don't. Well, it sounds like you don't remember either. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. But I mean, I so remember. much shit comes in, dude. Like, even if you were to go to like, my personal collection, like records and CDs and shit, and ask me years ago, if someone was asking me, hey, where did you get this? It's to the point where I'm like, fuck, I don't remember. You know what's ironic about that is I remember like uh, going, like as a teenager, going with like yeah, the, yeah. the knob. Uh, <laughs> I remember going over his top place and shit like that. And, uh, uh, he, he shows his collection was huge, and I'm like, oh, like, oh man, where'd you get this LP or whatever? He's like, oh fuck, dude, I don't remember. I'm, I'm just thinking, oh, how do you remember? Like, how do you remember? I was like, I know where, I know where I got every goddamn piece of. Well, you're also 16 years old. Yeah, well, you know, you didn't know at the time, you know. So uh, I, that's what my mindset. But yeah, if you were to ask me, I'd be like, fuck, I don't remember, dude. So yeah. I get, it, I get it now. At the time, I didn't. Yeah, well, I know I do remember where you can get a Hellcast shirt and you can stay tuned for any new episode or anything coming up or just support the show, whatever that may be as things roll out is Hellcast.net. And you can always tune in here on Facebook for the live streams. We're going to get better at giving a more of awareness so you can 
you know, mark your calendars, take off work if you need to, so you can tune in and you can tell us. Take off work. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you taking off work? Um, gotta watch get Wednesday. Catch, gotta catch the live Hellcast. I gotta see two idiots sitting in a, a makeshift studio yeah. recording an episode of a Hellcast. Sounds like a legit reason. Take yeah, off with yep, pay. Yep. <laughs> that's what your boss should say. Probably gonna say you're fired. But that's it for this time. Hellcast.net. Join the mailing list. You never miss a episode and announcements and all that good stuff. Fuck social media. There's too much of it, but we'll be back on here on Facebook next time, which will be two weeks. So tune in then. See ya. See ya.